Chris, Chris, is it is it emergency pod time? I think it is, Jordan. I think it is. What? What's the emergency? What did we see? Tom Cruise. He's running again. He's always running. He never stopped since 1986. <laughs> this time on the beach, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. In the beach, in and the air. He looks better than we ever will uh, at, at 59. Oh my God. What a beast. What a beast. Yeah, so we're here. That's right. It finally happened. We're we survived here. long enough. Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. We did it. Let's crack a cold one and get going. I, I did crack a cold one. Is it okay if I also take my Pepsid AC with it? Because I am also old and the popcorn gave me heartburn. Yes, that is allowed. For the listeners out there, this is this is an exclusive. I I walked in the door from the theater and hopped on this pod with Chris. I still have like popcorn kernels in my mouth and acid <laughs> rumbling from my stomach. I think that's just sexual attraction to Tom Cruise. There were some very attractive people in this uh, film. Yeah. Don Draper was in this movie. J- Jennifer Connelly's looking great. Yeah. Um, Glenn Powell, very handsome, charming young man, that guy. Uh, which character was that? Was Hangman. that Hangman? What's he from? Yeah. Uh, he played he played in uh one of the astronauts i think john glenn and hidden figures mm-hmm. um he was in linklater's everybody wants some um he's just uh, uh he was in um that like really popular netflix rom-com with zoe deutsch um back in the day so it was yeah. like you know two of the most charming young actors around but uh yeah a good dude Jay Ellis uh, from Insecure. He was in this as Payback. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't really know any of the uh, pilots other than um, uh, Rooster, a.k.a. Miles Teller. A.k.a. Bradley Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Goose's son of yeah, Goose. Son of Goose. Yeah, otherwise, all um, those characters were... Who probably had more hangups, probably just having a alliterative of name like Bradley Bradshaw than... <laughs> All the other hangups he had. He, he didn't get a good start. Yeah. It's a rough start in life. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Goose. Yeah. Sorry. You rooster. Well, I was saying... Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry to Goose for besmirching the name that he and Meg Ryan chose for their child. And I guess Meg Ryan's dead in this. <laughs> <No>. so. <laughs> there was somebody making a joke the other day. It was like, oh, new Top Gun's coming out. Are all my favorites back? <laughs> Like, uh, uh, no <laughs> nope only the one that matters well and val kilmer briefly is in this movie. briefly also dies yes. oh wait spoiler should spoiler. we do the spoiler <laughs> meow <laughs> uh, you gotta figure yeah. all right so official spoiler meow starts now spoiler meow after we get away spoiler. thank you bimo shut up Chris. thank you bimo well, Chris, tell me. Oh man, it's good, right? It was really good. You went, you went on opening night. D- did I? Was that opening night? And the uh, the twenty seventh. Uh, I mean, other than like Con and CinemaCon, but okay, you didn't go. You didn't fly to France. I, I thought movies think, opened on Thursdays. I don't know anymore. This is the first movie I've seen <laughs> in the theater since before. Con. Really. 
Oh. Yes, remember I tried to go to see the Green Knight when I went back home, and the the lights was stayed on near the screen, and I complained, and the guy was like, "I can't do anything till after the movie." So I was like, "Give me my money back and refund my popcorn." Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. let's just we'll say. Oh crap! I haven't used that ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's expired. I should have used that today. Whatever. <laughs> I went to a small indie, independent theater. Yeah. It was me, and maybe six other people. What tonight? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's kind of a Monday, interesting experience. On Monday, because it's like a choose your seat type thing. On Monday, at least this afternoon, I saw that no one had bought tickets. But the uh, the old the chatty old people uh, who sat near me were like, "Yeah, I wonder if it's because it's like in so many other theaters." Because uh, like the theater I went to is like kind of an indie theater. So at the big mega theaters, which there is like two. Yeah just within a block of this place I, they had like a billion showings and so i feel like for once old people might be right mm-hmm. yeah so the theory is right that or not the theory the news about this movie was that it's opening on like more screens than any other movie has ever opened on in the united states i believe is that true i i heard it from somebody in a bar so i assume that they were right um right i mean because if there's a level of correct information it's it goes like reddit and then above that is someone in the bar <laughs> yeah exactly now was it someone that talked to you or did you ever hear it because i could also raise or lower the uh, level of it was a direct conversation oh okay yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. So they were saying that this is like the movie industry's last best hope to get old people to come back to movie theaters well, I definitely had old people in mind yeah. um, who, you know, it, it's interesting because there's like three like young dudes that sat behind me until I moved to be closer to the old people because the, the three young dudes were like kind of chatty as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is the problem with not going to full theater. Um, and also, I just try not to be angry Jordan and shush people like I used to. But I did I did want to say after theater, like, hey, do you guys own this chain? Because you sure treated it like it was your house and not, you know, like a public place where other people need to watch. But I didn't want to start that yeah, fight. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Um, I could have taken them yeah. there. I was all hyped up from the last battle. <laughs> um, but uh didn't really help with my speeding uh, afterwards. You but felt the need for speed? Any- uh, yeah. They didn't say that in this movie. Um, that was a... Uh- I'm glad you know that was that was like the only callback that they did not say because right? they pretty much just refreshed the script from the first one. Yeah, yeah. But let me finish with these old people. So I moved <laughs> up to where these old people were that I had talked to before the movie started, and like one of the ladies, she she would like talk back to the movie, and oh, no. and I let her do it because it's like you know she, she's not got long, so it's like she could do whatever no. she wants. So these are like right? really old people. I just meant people that were older than like 40. No, no. These are probably like 70s, 80s old people. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I hate to tell you this, but uh, we're coming up. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely consider myself older. No, these people are like double um, (laughs) Double. that. And and like, so um, she would, so talking about attractive people, like when Jennifer Connelly came on screen, she's like, just said this out loud in like a normal voice, like she is so attractive, so beautiful. I'm like, yes, yes, she is. you can you can just think that instead of saying it. <laughs> the filters off. I'm eighty then, years old. <laughs> and then and then you knew you know how like they repeated like ad nauseum in the movie um, 
Don't don't you know, think, like, just do. It's not the plane, it's the pilots. It's the, oh, what what were you going to say? Don't think, just do, or something yeah. like that. So, <laughs> so she did that, too, where, like, because they would do, like, a pregnant, like, kind of actor pause, and then and then she just, like, said out loud, like, don't think, just do. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not shushing you, because, yeah, you, you're allowed to do that, but That's come really on. funny. Oh. <laughs> but... It's not, you know, she was just saying everything that we were saying in our heads out loud. So right. could have been worse. Um, yeah. So where, where do you want to start? With well, this? I just want to, cause we don't need a plot. Summary. Yeah. Well, so I, um, just real quick, I saw it at the IMAX theater and, uh, Lincoln square and the theater wasn't full, but it was, you didn't go to your beloved draft. Uh, well, I went with my friend Ben and he like demanded we see it in IMAX. So well, fine, fine. Oh. It, well, but there's hope. Let's also. Oh, you're not supposed to say people's names on here, but he also supports like a losing basketball team, doesn't? Does he? he? Wasn't he the Bucks? No, fan? no, that's that's oh. a different. That's my neighbor. Ben is coworker. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, former coworker. Uh, anyway, uh, but that theater was not like exclusively older people. Like actually, next to me was a like a family. You know, like the husband and wife were in their 30s and they brought their, like, their, like, six-year-old kid to the movie. Gotta get them started. Yeah, yeah. I probably saw Top Gun when I was six, even though it would have been 1992 (laughs) and it was on VHS. But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't... We could do a little plot summary, I guess. Or maybe, like, a plot... The, like, the vibes of the plot. I don't know if we want to go through the whole thing. I mean... Chris, I can, I can, I think I can do it uh, pretty quickly. Okay. But I know that you hate that I talk. All no, the time, it's fine. Go for it. Our listeners. Go for it. Just I might okay. interrupt you. So Maverick did Maverick type stuff. Um, this is assuming that you're familiar with the first Top Gun movie. If you're not, then you shouldn't be listening to the, this or any of our other podcast. Um, we just dropped you as a as a listener. Oh, wow. So thank you. Wow. Um, so Maverick approved that message is a rebellious pilot and he does something that upsets one of the admirals played by ed harris and so he's got to go back to top gun to train them for a super secret mission and then there's lots of training sequences and cool like air stuff and testosterone and then there's like um a sports scene where they become friends and teammates and then there's a side love story with jennifer Connolly. And then they go on the mission, and the mission is basically the trench run from Star Wars. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then they win, and then there's actually some funny jokes. Uh, when they were shot down, <laughs> and like, I was like, "Oh, you guys could have used this type of personality stuff like earlier in the film, but that's okay." <laughs> and then, and then they have more dog fights, and then they win, and America wins, and everybody wins if America wins. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think the only thing you missed was the whole like rooster you know storyline which is probably like the the beating heart of this movie like i can't believe you left oh that yeah out. rooster uh is mad about stuff yeah i guess he's he's mad because he's goose's son and he blames maverick for setting back his career by pulling his papers or something on when he was trying to enter the naval academy i think yes and maverick just wanted to protect rooster because you know he feels bad about goose dying and you know they make up at the end basically for no no real reason i would guess i mean they just talked it out bro hug right 
I mean, that's what men do, right? We just talk about our feelings with each other and come to an understanding. There's that's what men are. Yeah. I I mean, that's what that's what men are in charge, right? Uh, <laughs> no comment. I don't get canceled, man. I don't get canceled in this Top Gun emergency podcast. <sighs> like, let's get canceled for no, something. No, cool. I was being sarcastic since that's not really how men do oh. stuff. No, you're breaking my illusion. This is like once I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. No, spoiler now, alert. Do you feel? Do you feel like the level of testosterone and swagger was less in this film, equal to or more than the original? All right, film? so I want to set the stage here. I watched the other movie, the first movie, the night before because it's like I got to be ready for this. Like I've seen that movie a million times, but I got to watch it one more time. <laughs> So there, the big thing I think was missing from this one, the new one that was in the old one, is that they're sweating all the time in the first one. I don't know what they're doing. They just got people like walking around with like spray bottles, making sure people are like constantly glistening. So, I mean, in that sense, I felt like this one was like missing that like sweaty testosterone from 19, was it 83? 1983, 1984, 86. 86. Okay, 1986. But uh, yeah, I, that one. I mean, in all seriousness, that one is more. The original is definitely more testosterone filled, right? Like the yeah. the rivalry between Cruz and Val Kilmer's character is just like way above and beyond anything that's going on in this movie. But that but that's kind of. <sighs> You yeah, kind of ahead, expect that because Cruz is older now and he's, mm. you know, he's like the grizzled veteran character. So he's not going to, he brings a little bit of that because he's still well, the he's, same character. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. But the way that they set it up is for Miles Teller's character, Rooster, to have that with Hangman, not Iceman, Hangman. Uh, now, um, I kind of, and. Yeah. And I just don't, I, I really don't feel like it was ever truly fulfilled. It just didn't have that. I don't know. Maybe it's because of Cruz and Kilmer's like chemistry and acting levels and that. But like, I just did not, I, I just felt it was artificial. And yeah. I mean, that'll be my criticism throughout this emergency pod is that some stuff was just purely fan service constructed, reconstructing so much from, from the previous movie that it, it it's, it, I don't. I don't want to say it suffered, but it was just like, okay, yep. As someone that has seen the original a million times, <laughs> that's cool that Rooster sang sang "Great Balls of Fire." Why? <laughs> that's that's what I, I actually was walking around today, and I was thinking about that scene. I was like, hmm. I wonder if they filmed it with like other songs, you know? And then you so Tom Cruise is watching miles teller do this like piano rendition basically as like an exact copy of what you know like goose and him did in the first movie right and i'm yeah. wondering like did they film him doing a different song and then they would they had to, you know the original cut be like tom cruise and then they sort of like fade to goose doing like his version and they they couldn't get a new song and that like fade to work well. So just like, ah, oh, fuck it. We'll just, sorry for swearing. Yeah, I don't, um, we'll just uh, like, no, it's okay. This one can be an explicit. Yeah. Um, but we'll just have them do the same exact song. So it's like right on the nose and we don't have to do any weird, uh, transitions or cuts or anything, but I don't know. I mean, I half expected a whole, like, you know, righteous brothers, 
you know, all that type of stuff too, you know, because right. um, they were doing every single thing. And, and, you know, and the scenes where they were recreating the beauty of Tony Scott's um, original, like, you know, when the planes are, because it's always sunset or sunrise in these movies, kind of like a Michael Bay movie, right? So it's like, <laughs> yes. when they're recreating, like, those scenes of, like, the elevators and the planes coming up against, like, the skies and, and you know, um, and I, I want to save all talk of the aerial footage for yeah. later because that's the most exciting part. But like, you know, the motorcycle against the airplane and all the classic kind of scenes is like, OK, this is a nice little nostalgia trip. But then when they try and recreate the the, the plot aspects yeah, the people of that, scenes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say that I think that this movie's trying to. I think it kind of tricks you and you're thinking like, Oh, they're just trying to make top gun with these new younger people. Right. And so that's like, that's actually happening sort of as like the, like C story of this movie. It's there, but I don't think that that's the main thrust of the movie. It's not like one of those, like we're handing off the torch to miles teller to do like top gun three, four and five or something. Right. This is still like, it's the, it's Tom Cruise's movie. This is still about Maverick. Yeah. yeah, it's a hundred percent about him. Top, it's not top like to bottom. did he did he come on screen and like thank you for going to watch the movie? No, I heard that uh, happened in other theaters. Did that happen in yours? Yeah, at the beginning or the end? <laughs> at the beginning, because of course the old lady's like, "Oh, there he is!" <laughs> like, oh my god, but yes, he's not he, really here. Did you tell her that? <laughs> no, he wasn't really there. Um, but uh, thanks, Tom. Um, but yeah, he was just in casual Tom Cruise clothes and was like, hey, thanks for coming and watching the movie. We spent, we worked really hard on this. I'm like, you're welcome, Tom Cruise. Hmm. Yeah, we had some creepy uh, uh, Nicole Kidman thing at the beginning of the movie where she's like talking about the, the magic of movies and why everything's better okay. if you go to see it in a movie theater and... Yeah. Uh, so just as you said, trying to sell that last ditch effort to... Yes, please. Can't, don't yeah. watch everything on Netflix, <laughs> for the love of God. Well, uh, just really quickly to that, um, having seen like 15 to 20 minutes of the previews, yeah, this might be the best thing to come out this summer because everything else looked like crap, except for maybe the Thor Love and Thunder, and that could be hit or miss. That's what I was going to say. That's the only movie I was interested in seeing, and that could be bad. Um <laughs> Otherwise, I guess I'm waiting until Mission Impossible comes out next year. Because I've already I've already seen these uh, some of these trailers because of a betting pool that I'm part of, um, where we bet on Rotten Tomatoes scores, <laughs> and I had no idea there was going to be another Jurassic World, and that came up. I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> and then the Elvis Presley movie, why looks terrible? Why did they put? Oh God, why did they put so Tom much... Hanks in that weird fat suit? Hello, I'm Tom Hanks. <laughs> He's doing the craziest freaking voice. Oh it's my so god. Bad. That movie's already out. It's getting terrible reviews. Is it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Anyway, let's get back they to cast, like uh, what I think is a good I movie. will say though, they cast uh Elvis in the second Dune movie. He's gonna play uh one of the um oh, the Harkonnen people, the that you didn't get to see in the first movie. Anyway, I think that's that's actually Well hopefully they they oh he's going to play Sting's character. Yes. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Cool. Fade. I mean, hopefully they use far less like weird 
fake looking digital makeup on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Back to back to yeah, Top yeah. Gun. Let's get back to let's get back to the the, the movie at hand yeah. here because um, I think you're making a good point, and it's also one that um, I don't know if you remember Keith Phipps and Scott Tobias from the AV Club, but they have a subset called the Reveal, mm. and they were talking about this as well. Um, I don't know about guys, but like, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, it's about it's about Tom Cruise. It's about Maverick, and it's about uh, you know this movie kind of being about an aging character, and like this is all he has, and kind of. And I'll, I'll link to this, but it's basically they pointed out that when Tom Cruise and Paul Newman made The Color of Money, um, which was a sequel to Paul Newman's kind of the hustler when he got an Oscar Um, Newman was 61 Mm. and Cruz was 24 at the time. Mm. Now Cruz is 59. So only two years younger than Newman and kind of slotting into that aging mentor role. And, and this movie has a lot of talk about the passage of time, the passing of torches and kind of a lot of, thematic parallels is what they're pointing out which i thought was interesting because yeah this movie even though there's like a billion you know young attractive people like it really is focused on tom cruise and and somewhat on jennifer mm. Connelly. yeah i don't and and, and definitely rooster yeah. Yeah. but i i don't really think it's a passing of the torch because he's none of miles teller or the other guy that i can't remember his name like they're not they're not stars like he is and they're not even like trying to be stars like he is. So he's not passing the torch to any particular person, which I actually think is like a strength of this movie where you, you might've, you might've expected it to be more like the terrible star Wars, um, sequel movies where it's like, Oh, well, you know, we've got Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Leia, but they're all like, they're sad old people now (laughs) and they're kind of like in the periphery and, um, you know, this movie's actually about like these new characters, but no, this one's like you love Maverick. Maverick's great, and even though he's pretty old, like he's still actually the best pilot that the Navy has, and he's going to do this mission and kick ass at it. And hell yeah, yeah. you know, like that's no, I I agree with you about the the passing torch thing, and and also, um, I mean, he also was just saying, it, or Miles Teller, uh, Rooster said this. He's like you don't have a family, you don't have anybody to come home to. And then that's, you know, um, yeah, I think that was even after he kind of made his little confession to, uh, Penny to Jennifer Connelly's character. Um, and, and so I think that's probably why he did what he did to try and get into the, the team leader position because he knew that it, at least someone's not coming back. And so it, it, you know, is pretty much like committing suicide, sacrificing himself in a way. Yeah, for sure. I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly the um, the order of scenes there, but yeah, that's that's how I felt. You know, as far as well, I mean, I think he also it's like this is what he does. It's like his whole life. Like if exactly, yeah. And and that's oh, maybe it wasn't this. Uh, maybe it was in a different review, but basically, someone was saying. Uh, one of these film critics was saying that like this is kind of the epitome of Tom Cruise like he is like Mr. Movies he you know it's like when that audio leaked during the Mission Impossible filming yeah. um, oh and neglected that a Mission Impossible trailer came up too and that could be cool so we'll we'll wait and see um, 
But um, I, I mentioned it. But you just you didn't hear me. I don't listen to. You. <laughs> um, Pay attention to your co-host here. Come on, come on. I said Mission Impossible uh, next year. That's gonna be good. But it's a whole year away, so it's not. It's not a. It's oh. not a 2022 movie. <laughs> but anyway, they were saying about you know Tom Cruise being like that's kind of he is the movie star 1986 this was this was when he catapulted to movie stardom and you know he's made other roles that are not as action starry and 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 things that i thought he was good in vanilla sky but, no but <laughs> he's you know he gets he sacrifices his life and his body to make these movies right so yeah I thought that was a good point. I I need to find that article because it wasn't the the one that. Yeah, it's like this is the real life. He's the real life version of this character in a way. Yeah. Then you know that is his uh, airplane at the end, the um, P fifty one Mustang. These. I do. My coworker mentioned that because my coworker um, like flies airplanes, like model airplanes, Mm -hmm. and he says that at the field that he goes to, you'll see Tom Cruise flying his P fifty one over every now and then. That's really cool yeah yeah it was a beautiful plane uh i mean oh, yeah. jesus that end shot like between that plane and the porsche that uh, jennifer Connolly's character had i'm like jesus christ <laughs> i need to figure out what watch she had i think it was some kind of tudor rolex oh Explorer yeah or something. you you've rubbed off on me too much because i was looking i was trying to check out everybody else's watch in the movie <laughs> right. too yeah, it's, it's kind of fun when you start noticing those things uh, I hate you. Yeah. So, uh, get back to the movie. <laughs> I, I, you know, there are things about it I didn't love. I think. Okay. You know, there, there's definitely stuff that they threw in there. It was just like complete, like nostalgia. It doesn't really work with the movie itself. Like the the opening scene, for instance. Like, I loved it. You know, like I've I've never got to see that scene on the big screen. The the original, like the airplanes taken off from the aircraft carrier with danger zone playing in the background and the top gun anthem and everything is so cool. Yes. Yes. That's for me. That was like the whole thing of going to the theater to see this because I knew that that was what's going to happen in the opening. And I was like, I didn't get to experience this as a child. So yeah, I was like, like I had goosebumps. Like I literal goosebumps when when that bell, the bell from the anthem comes in. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> the bell is so essential right man. it's so cool but at the Damn. same time in Take the that, Hans in the first movie the bell is better than anything you ever rang right in the first movie it's actually connected to the story like to, like tom cruise and um uh, not merlin i forget who the name of the character is in the first uh the first scene um but the they're that's them taking off and then there's a scene with them in their airplanes flying around mm-hmm. right after that. In this, it's like, oh, we just had this aircraft scene because it was cool. And then we fade to black right. and Tom Cruise is at this secret or he's in his like uh, aircraft hangar slash uh, home, I guess, <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> I, I do. I do feel like a lot of stuff in terms of the editing for the people scenes was very like they either cut out too quick or is disjointed and didn't make sense kind of like that you know yeah like like even the even this like i did not want to see more of the great balls of fire scene but it just didn't feel like like you were in it it was just like oh hey here it is and then cut away and you know it, it didn't it didn't leave moments for you to linger at least on the emotionality of it yeah and i think that probably some balance between that and the super awesome uh aerial scenes 
might have helped. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Not a professional filmmaker. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't really impressed with the scenes with the younger pilots. Like I, I felt kind of like um, Pacific Rim, you know, where it's like, oh, there's a bunch of people, and they all have outsized personalities, but at the same time, like. Uh, you know, it's a day later and I can't really remember anything about them <laughs> at all. <laughs> Except for uh, Rooster and maybe a little bit of Hangman. I guess he kind of smiles and is a little devious uh, guy, but a little too aggressive. That's about it. The other characters, do you remember them? Uh, yeah, I just saw the movie. Bob is nerd, I guess. There's another There's one. Bob. Yep. There's Payback. There is... Um, Hollywood? Mm. No. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> uh, Phoenix? Um, yeah, you don't have to keep uh, it on. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the movie doesn't care either. That's the thing. <laughs> the movie does not care. Uh, it does not. I actually thought that there was going to... Some of those people were going to be red shirts. I definitely thought Bob was going to be end up being your goose sacrifice. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I was a little mad that they didn't have the guts to kill anybody in this one other than... Val Kilmer off screen. Yeah. <sighs> Which I don't think they needed to do. I don't, that also felt kind of shoved in there, but at the same time, you could just have him retire or something. I don't think he needed to die and have some big emotional well, scene like that. It's movies. I mean, someone's always got to die. It's just like in fantasy novels where kids don't have parents or Disney. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, yes. The whole like uh, punching the, wings into the coffin thing i Is that real i thought that was like a navy seal thing but mm. i don't know mm. maybe maybe everybody doesn't know because you know the navy seal industrial complex is so pervasive it looks cool but, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so like on the sort of emotional level this movie doesn't quite reach the heights of the first one because there's nothing as like gut-wrenching as goose dying because everybody you like goose in the first movie he's like the most likable character by far that's what I thought was missing as well. Yeah, um, and and his Miles Teller's character could have been more like that, but that was only in like a scene after they got shot down, where they were actually kind of funny. Yeah, although I was I, that was going to be my other complaint. There was actually it was like a pre-complaint. It actually it didn't come to pass, but I was like, oh no, they're on the ground, and now this is a Mission Impossible movie where they're going to yes, break. I said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, and then and then the hind gunship came up. I'm like, wait, is Sylvester Stallone going to pop out of the woodwork and like blow that shit up? Yeah, so that felt like it wasn't quite in the universe of this movie. That's hilarious. I I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, this is not Top Gun anymore. But I guess I can't help themselves. I think one of the main writers of this movie is is like Christopher McQuarrie or something. I think is his name, and he wrote all the Mission Impossible movies, at least the latest ones. Yeah, no, Christopher McQuarrie is great. The other guy is like one dude wrote like a Transformers movie or something. So maybe maybe that's uh, why some of the characters weren't as good. But overall, you know, like Don Draper gets to be Admiral Don Draper in this movie, which is a good, good role for him, just being angry. Yeah, but I mean... That's what the hard deck is for. But see, that was the thing is that they basically recreated scenes that, you know, and, and I love I love John Hamm, um but it's basically, I could also picture Tom Skerritt saying the same thing because he pretty much played the Tom Skerritt no, role. I, I, I got to disagree with you there because Tom Skerritt actually likes likes Maverick, but 
Yeah. Don Draper True. does not like Maverick until that I, like last scene at the end where he gives him kind of like a knowing like, oh, it was okay. <laughs> Look. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's that's true from a character perspective, but in terms of, like, the actual scenes, like, oh, he's looking out a window and talking. Sure, I mean, but it colors, it colors know, what they're saying, because uh, yeah. um, Don Draper wants him out, like, he wants to get rid of him, whereas yes. Tom Skerritt's, like, sort of being his father and giving him a stern yes. talking to, but at the same time, he's, like, grooming him to be a better pilot and a better person. Don yes. Draper just wants him the hell out of there. That's it. Yes, and I and I thought that between him and uh, the guy that played Warlock, like the you know, like I thought that that was a good balance of just older people. Like yes. I would say that really there was just some glaring, annoying plot stuff, other than just trying to recreate scenes. Like, um, uh, so basically, if Hangman has a reputation of like not flying with his team he wouldn't really succeed in the navy but then again i guess maverick probably wouldn't either so that's probably you know nolan void um maverick did that in the first movie yeah a couple times but like but that that's hangman's nickname and that he just consistently does it as like yeah so i don't know i I don't know if it matters so much i don't think that's the thing i i have to say this i love the i've always loved the graphic design of the uh the helmets. Oh yeah, yes, I did like the the hangman with the, the drop out the A. Right, it was great. It was really nice. Phoenix's was great. I think, I think Sundown had the one of the best helmets. I th- I, I think Maverick's helmet sucks, but oh. uh, Sundown had like one of the best helmets um, in uh, the original movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of a lot of cool helmets. I I don't the first should we get a helmet? Yes. Should we? Of course. Like gotta, I mean, it would look kind of bad just walking around with it. We got to buy motorcycles. You know, people aren't going to say anything because they might think that they're going to. We'd have to cancel them. Uh, so well, we got to we got to buy motorcycles and race airplanes as they're taking off. You're not. You live I in mean, California. You're that. not that I mean, far from there. Right? More, we're reaching our middle age crisis point. So <laughs> oh, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see? You know who Arthur Brooks is? No. He's a Atlantic writer, I think. Atlantic. He wrote a thing about like how to have a good midlife crisis. He's like, ah, you know, I, people say midlife crisis is you know, such a bad thing. I'm having a, you know, this is how you have a midlife uh, rebirth or something. And he's like describing his own life. He's like, he's 60 years old. Oh. <laughs> there are people on Twitter who are like, uh, I'm going to hate to break it to you, but do you know what the average <laughs> lifespan is? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that does make sense. Um I mean I'm glad that you've embraced it with like your daily uh whiskey intake. <laughs> sure. But we'll Thanks. let's get back to Top Gun. Yeah, okay, Top Gun, Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, I, I found the article by the way, it was the Roger Ebert article um by Tombris Lafley yeah, who compares Cruz to Daniel Day Lewis. So I'll link that in the show yeah. notes. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, the, so the first movie. <laughs> I liked your reaction. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The, thank you. I'll read it someday. Um, the first movie's weird, right? Like yes. Like I think if that's why we love it. It's just right. weird and nostalgic. But I think if you like took these two movies like side by side, and you they didn't have the connection between them, and you're just like, okay, there's mm-hmm. like two movies about 
the you know airplanes or whatever right like pilots like like taking this movie on its own merits aside like if it was an original film is what you're saying yeah like i think okay i think you could make the argument that this is a better movie than the first one how so just in terms of in terms of pacing in terms of the way things are shot in terms of uh, just uh, just like overall writing there's just weird stuff in the first one the whole the whole like kelly mcgillis thing in the first movie i don't think really works there's not a lot of chemistry between tom cruise and her in my opinion i thought there was way more I between mean, him and jennifer Connolly in this movie that's true but you know um a lot of people like i remember back in the day when when i used to talk about tom cruise movies to people in high school this is also why i didn't date in high school um so i talked to women like well you don't find tom cruise uh, attractive and it's like no he seems like very asexual he's there's no you know like i i, I feel like a lot of yeah i don't i don't know how much chemistry he actually has in a lot of movies with you know the other sex <laughs> or you know okay. outside of like i mean you know, he and Simon Pegg get along really well, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, do you feel that he and was it Rebecca Ferguson have a lot of chemistry? Uh, no, not particularly. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm just I, saying. I, just think I don't that, like in terms of his yeah. in terms of his movies. Like, they're not really about that. But I I do think that, and also it's because Jennifer Connelly's a great actress as well. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I. I yeah, the Kelly McGillis thing. I mean, that's just got those cool scenes, like them like racing through the streets, and you know, he's, and he gets all pissed off at her. It's like I'll let you know that when I'm flying my plane. <laughs> like I think that they really do a good build up of yeah, like why those characters become enmeshed in a way, and like her struggles with trying to find out about the you know, deal with deal with all those testosterone boys. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, I can't, I can't criticize you because they'll see right through me mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. And it's, you just don't really have like super deep character moments beyond. Did you watch the movie yesterday too? Did you, you prepared for this? You got all the, you got all the quotes ready. I it's burned in your memory, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, so my last point would be that the overall like plot of this movie, I think carries like moves forward in a better way than the first one the first one's like right because they copied it from star wars well sure i mean (laughs) this one actually has like a drive it has a driving force to it where everything's connected whereas the first one's like oh well we're just training and then like oh by the way during your graduation ceremony we need to have you all like go fight (laughs) some airplanes over the pacific ocean like what's true does that make any sense at all um no you know this one's like okay you know basically from like 15 minutes in what the point is going to be and like what is going to happen at you know at the end there's going to be some mission at the end that they have to do right so you're driving yeah. towards something things are connected in a in a better way i think even if the okay. even if the high points don't quite with the people don't get as you know aren't as good yeah i mean i you know i have to um i i think that yeah there's got to be some maybe uh deep diving out for myself like sometimes when i i know that there's movies that from my childhood that is like they really don't 
it's not that they don't hold up because they're still entertaining as hell, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just like, what is this? This is so crazy. But I kind of, I kind of like that. I kind of like a movie that just throws you for a loop. And I, I feel like that's kind of like maybe where, you know, cause there's no like, set cutoffs for eras right mm-hmm. and so like if this was made in uh, or if the original was made in 86 like you still have the history of leading up to jaws like all these weird 70s movies and then like tony scott and ridley scott were making movies and music videos and stuff like before that and just and so yeah. then this actual blockbuster thing is just like let's just throw weird crap in there because it's the 80s and it's like all like super like overblown like schwarzenegger movies are insane like it's it's really just interesting how crazy we let movies get and you know they could still be fun and then now like a lot of it just might seem a little bit you know cold in a way because it's like so intricately plotted for like you know hitting certain demographics or something like that but i mean that's been an accusation since like the 90s so i don't i don't know how valid it is yeah well you definitely get that in this movie where well, I mean, even in the first one, really, it's like <laughs> they're afraid to say like we're they're fighting the Russians or whatever, you know. And I wonder now in this movie if it had been made this year, if they actually mm-hmm. would have just made them the Russians instead of like no, I don't a rogue, so. I don't, a rogue state no, I that so. happens to have a red star on all of their equipment. <laughs> I, I I I don't think so. Yeah. Still don't think so. um, I was I was ready like once you're in those woods to yell out Wolverines. <laughs> um, yeah. So you want to? We're getting getting deep into this. You want to talk about the the airplane scenes? I was gonna say. I think it might be time. Yeah. So they sucked, oh, right? Man, terrible. So Some terrible. CGI everywhere. What a felt like a video game. It's terrible. 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 So I heard that. No, we're joking, but I heard that. Um, yes, we are joking. Tom Cruise requested <laughs> to actually fly the F eighteen for really? some of these scenes. Okay. And, uh, Not surprised. Maybe it was like, eh, no. <laughs> oh, so he? I mean, did he get to ride in one? I guess. Yeah. So they the way that they did these scenes. Have you seen any of the making of stuff? No. So they put them in two seater airplanes, and they're just in the back, but they're okay. they're actually flying the whole time unlike in the first movie so they're doing those maneuvers in oh real so time. like in the first movie those weren't real either no i don't think so okay i mean maybe some of them yeah someone but... I, I think my coworker who's in tallest stuff like i think he did say that they used real planes or maybe you did i forget but um yeah well they said it was like yeah. the most expensive <laughs> like one of the most expensive things that a movie has ever done before um uh that's bs because the u.s military lets people do hollywood do that stuff for free yeah well, there you go um but yeah, they had to they had to go undergo all sorts of training, you know, to handle like the high G maneuvers to be able to even talk while that stuff was happening in the airplanes. Yeah, I can't imagine acting like in those scenes like that. I I assume that they had to. I mean, maybe they were saying their lines, but I'm sure they had to do some sort of like um, after like voiceover oh, like stuff dubbing. just to be heard clear. Yeah, dubbing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they said that what was one of the things that was really expensive was figuring out how to get a camera rig of high enough quality into the cockpits mm-hmm. so that they could actually film those scenes properly. I mean, you'll notice if you watch the first movie again that they have off angles when they're in there. Right. Like from the side, from the front, you know. Yeah. And that a lot of the time they have their 
face mask thing off. You know, the breathing yeah the breathing apparatus but now we're used to people wearing masks and talking so it's not as big a deal. right but in this movie all of the shots are from that f- straight at their face angle straight on yeah it's great yeah 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 and that's because and then, it's real and then they do have like the on the wing one that's also great too i love when they're rolling and have that yeah angle. yeah i think most of the outside shots are real too i'm sure you know, ben and i were talking about this last night probably some of those were really close to the ground things were cgi you know probably cgi'd in a ground the ground being only a hundred feet below the airplane but otherwise i think all that stuff's real too it was was pretty amazing i mean that's it's pretty much why i went to the movie all the stuff that we talked about for 40 minutes with plot and people (laughs) and all this other stuff like why did we go see this movie yeah oh and the they did a good job of giving you a sense of what they were actually doing and where they were like in the air versus each other, which the first movie Mm kind of fails at in a lot of spots because you know, they're using canned footage and repeating shots over and over again because they really, you know, well, yeah, those were like little models that they were blowing up like in star Wars. Yeah. I mean, some of the shots are real, but a lot of, yeah, a lot of those models and stuff. So, but yeah, I wonder, cause I, I wondered that since I knew that some of this was real, like when they formed up in the formations, if, they more actually had those exterior shots of like all the planes kind of close by. And, yeah. It'd uh, be interesting when they, when I, it comes out on DVD is, or whatever like, to see their Blu-ray to see the uh, yeah. making of stuff. Cause I'm sure some of it's probably CGI, but you never know, <clears throat> never know how much, how far they go. I mean, obviously like missiles and explosions and stuff. They're not yeah. actually blowing up these airplanes. <laughs> oh man. And I think everybody in the theater um, had the same reaction Tom Cruise did with like that second MIG that, oh, sorry, we're not supposed to say MIG. We're supposed to say fifth generation fighter. Um, yes, I said that over and over again. <laughs> Pilot in the box, where, fifth generation fighter. Where like he and, uh, it's like, you know, um, well, for one, I feel sorry for the first MIG guy because not only does he get like shot down, but then they do the whole thing like, you know, in movies where they use someone else's body to absorb bullets or it's like, Oh, sorry. Now you got blown up by your buddy. <laughs> um, but the second one, when he did that cool maneuver and Tom Cruise is like, what the is this? <laughs> and everybody, I, I said the same thing. I was like, what the uh, guy just do? Oh my God. Yeah, where he kind of- and I'm sure that was CGI. And usually I don't have that reaction, but like, since I think we were so in the thick of it, like I, I was impressed by that. I, I thought that was super cool. And, and I'm glad that, Tom Cruise said the same thing. Yeah, I don't think that's a real plane. I'll, oh, I'll have to no. look that up. Well, they, so, you know, I used to be really into, because of Top Gun, I used to be really into fighter jets and all the different new ones that were coming out and like the F-22 and the yeah, F-35. Yeah, you, you, you flew them from your computer. Yes, right? yes. Actually, someone bought me a, like a flight lesson a few years ago. I should should actually dig that out and see if it's still... Uh... Well, when you... When you visit out here, we can go to Palm Springs and you can have a ride in a plane. There you go. So, um, yeah, so some of these new planes can basically stall on purpose and recover from them. Mm. So that... You mean they don't just hit the brakes and fly right <laughs> yeah. past? Which, thank God they didn't say that. <laughs> he did it a couple times, though. He did he it, but he didn't it. say it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had no one to say it to, really. 
yeah well like his opening maneuver in the training sequence which you see in the trailer like where he flies between the two planes I'm like no one's gonna fucking do that but <laughs> yeah go ahead I don't, I don't know what i was saying just that i think that it's possible that there is a plane that can do what that guy did or in sure. the, the cgi thing that were what we sure. think is cgi i don't know call up your buddy putting uh, in a mask yeah well uh, sorry, the Ukrainian <laughs> grandmother shot it down with her cane. Yeah, I don't know. Like the, I think theirs are like the SU-27 and the SU-32 or something, I think, is their best airplane. And this, this one didn't look like any of those. Sure. I was a little worried at the beginning of the movie because the I thought his uh, experimental plane that he was in mm-hmm. looked really bad. I didn't think that looked, that looked fake. Like. It was like a, like a, a SR seventy one knockoff, really. Yeah, yeah, but it, like when it's on the runway and the engines are lighting up, it just looked really yeah. fake, and I was like, "Oh god." Well, I think it was just trying to look sci fi, you know. Yeah, it looked a little too sci fi. I don't even know, like, what's the what's the point of ha- what's the point of having a plane that can go Mach ten like that? Like, that's <laughs> like, what's the point of testing that? You're not you're not freaking Chuck Yeager, and like at the beginning of Jet Engine. Like, what, what's the point of that plane? Well, I guess that's uh, the Navy agrees with you in this movie because that's what they're going there to cancel <laughs> <They> it. <laughs> well, I I do have, like, a few, like, iron rules in life, and one of them is to agree with Ed, Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ed Harris is great. Although, I did, I thinking today is, like, I love Ed Harris, and I just, I love having him in movies, TV, but I do wonder if, this movie would have been a little bit stronger if he would have been the same character, like merged with Don Draper's character and just sort of be annoyed at him from beginning of the movie to the end. Yeah. Rather than have that, because they're basically the same role, right? I mean, they're both work for the Navy and they're both don't like Tom Cruise because they think we don't need, we don't need pilots anymore. We got drones and all this other stuff. So that's why there won't be a top gun three, right? It's just drones now. Well, they made that movie with Jessica Biel not too long ago, or kind of a while back, because I, I saw it in Bulgaria. Uh, Stealth. Do you remember no. that? No. No, sorry. It was about how drones and humans, but we... thankfully they didn't do any stupid, like, you know, drone versus human crap in it. Yeah, um, yeah. They just stuck with it. I, I, maybe that's to your point there about, like, how it was pretty straightforward in terms of the plot, but... Yeah, that'd be interesting if Ed Harris was in the John Hamm role. Um, Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, you would have just brought all the Ed Harrisness of it. <laughs> he probably didn't have the money to, or the, uh, <laughs> he didn't have the availability to do that. He's got to go to, like, Westworld or something. It's like, I can do one oh, scene. That show's not canceled yet? Oh, they just released a trailer for season four or whatever. Oh, God. It's coming back. It's coming back. Dear God. Yeah. But we can no thing about that now just bask in the afterglow of an amazing yeah. cinematic I, experience with the yeah. airplanes and the sunsets and so the good topless guys playing football on the beach sweaty yeah no they're not they're not even playing football right they're playing uh what did what did he call that like yeah the two it was football well, no, it was like a certain type of football. Like they're playing both offense and defense. Yeah, offense and defense like at the same fighting. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's winning? I don't think they're keeping score. <laughs> it was it was kind of funny. Um, oh, and of course, 
you know, they're like, why is he leaving early? Don't leave. <laughs> you know, just like in the volleyball yep. scene. But thankfully, he's like too old to go and like bang just, uh, Jennifer Connolly at that time. He just sat down as like an old person does. <laughs> like, I want some tea. Um, yeah. As tea. Can, we, and then, can, can we talk about Jennifer Connolly's bar and how they would have murdered her if. <laughs> If you had to pay like a $3,000 tab every time you put your phone down on the bar. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. Hey, sorry. That's that's a bit much, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. Continue. I like how he just handed her a wad of cash. I'm like, oh, I didn't know the... Yeah, yeah but where he does he get all that money from? Hanger yeah. full of motorcycles. I think, I think um, you know that movie he did where he was like the pilot for the... Uh, uh, Colombian drug lords, uh, American made. I think that's a good movie. I think some of that. I think some of that money creeped over to Maverick because I don't think you can afford that on just like a captain's salary. You know that actually like a hangar full of motorcycles. And that kind of looked like the hangar from that movie. I wonder if it was the same Could've hangar. Been. Yeah. Oh well, man, I did. Top I did wonder that was, crossover. Yeah. <laughs> like, do they do they pay these test pilots a lot of money? Cause he, I guess maybe because he doesn't have kids. You know, he can save up for a, a classic, uh, like, World War II airplane. What is happening? Or are they implying that he got this thing when it was a wreck and he's been working on it all this time? It's weird. Well, you know, he has crashed in the ocean a few times, so maybe he found something from, like, an old battle. I don't know. Uh, we shouldn't question the movie. Yeah, first. just enjoy the fight scenes, the dog fighting, and that we won against the Russians. Yes, well, no, they're un- unnamed adversary and they're fifth generation Sorry. fighters. Fifth generation fighters. Whoa! And some F fourteen up against a fifth generation fighter and some F fourteen like, Tomcats. <laughs> it was. The, I mean, that was pretty humorous. I, I just. I, I think that was the problem with those scenes. Is I was like. I kind of wanted a little bit more humor throughout the movie instead of callbacks. Like, yeah. Cause the other movie had a lot of jokes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The other movie had all the good one liners. This one doesn't really have any. Uh, yeah. Cause they just repeat the one liners from the previous movie. Yeah. Yeah. But this one does the airplane scenes better. So I yeah. don't know. It's okay. Like, well, we need someone to go back and redo the airplane scenes from the first one. Nah, I can't. You don't can't do that. don't you dare give George Lucas that idea. <laughs> well, I don't want to have have him do it in CGI. I want them to really film it. Um. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. You could honestly do it, and since they have the Maybe. masks on the whole time, like, could you really tell who's who in those cockpits? Yeah, because of their eyes, and then when they're looking around and holding onto the glass, like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> it's on your right, it's on your right. <laughs> Oh, another sound thing. So Jester's for me, dead. yeah, Jester's dead. Woo. <laughs> um, you know, Hollywood went like said this. He went like that. I went like this. Anyway, um, maybe regrets to inform you that your kids are dead because they're stupid. <laughs> We're not quoting this movie, Chris. So maybe we should okay. back up a second. Sorry, sorry. So two two sound things. There's the bell, classic bell. That bell is amazing. I also love the sound. This is going to sound weird, probably, of when they were uh, popping the flares. I just like that sound for some reason. Oh, that is a cool sound. Yeah, the like, it's like low, like kind of sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool sound. I think that's what it's supposed to really sound like. So, Um, yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. Am I? It's been a while since I've had to do that and evade, you know, missiles. <laughs> I always remember in video games that you don't get very many of those. You get like two sets of flares and two sets of chaff or something in those airplanes. So yeah. you better hope you don't get like shot at more than game? once. Yeah. Did you play the old Top Gun NES? Well, I also, because, you know, I'm a big nerd, I also played flight simulators, right? Like, right. like the really hardcore... Um, there was one that was yes, a F-16. I remember your joystick. Yes. 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 F-16 game. You got to you gotta bring that back. I mean, you're if you're going to do your midlife crisis right. Yeah. Yeah. You could completely invest in this. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I play Fortnite now. You know, be hip and cool. Oh, my God. Well, on that note, I think we've reached the point of uh, no, where we just need to no let return. go and close this podcast. You know, wait, let me type out to you. Like, a, I thought they did sorry, that scene that was, well. I thought I really liked that scene. Yeah, I have to say, I'm glad he actually was able to speak. You know, talking about Val Kilmer. Uh, yes. Yeah. But, uh, poor guy. Yeah, but, I was. I was happy, and and yeah, might have gotten a little misty eyed, and I, I I liked that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was also right. nice the way they had him texting before that. I thought that was tasteful mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like they're actual friends. Yeah. Okay, he has has ice in his phone (laughs) instead of his actual name. So it's cool stuff. What do you you think I have you as uh, in my phone? Maybe we can't say that on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's wrap this up, Chris. I'm running out of steam Any closing thoughts? Almost 11 o'clock for me. Wow. Wow. Well, city that never sleeps. Time for you to hit the bars. Go back out. Hit some Red Bull okay yeah f- right. closing thoughts i loved it yeah i'm glad they made it if you would have uh i i was worried when i heard they were remaking this or you know we're gonna make a sequel to top gun i figured it was gonna be lame but uh mm-hmm. after the trailer came out i was super excited and it i would say it lived up to my expectations like yes it's not it's not as iconic or you know reaches the heights of the first movie but i think it's uh well-made and a worthy addition to the the franchise if you will yeah and and i'm glad that it's um i agree with everything you said and i'm glad that as you said it wasn't a passing of the torch it wasn't trying to make it was a it was a one-off a spiritual sequel to the previous movie and and a story is done and i think that we had an enjoyable closure to that story Okay. Well, Chris, uh, thank you for joining me on this emergency pod. Yes. I'm going to go floss now and try not to have as much uh, acid reflux. Yeah. You're going to do the Val Kilmer bite in front of your mirror for old time's uh, sake. How do you know I don't do that every day when I wake up to practice? <laughs> All right. Videos are didn't happen. <laughs> All right. Have we'll a, see about that. Good night, Jordan. Have a good one. <laughs>